leave this on or not? Should we leave this on? What do you think? I don't know. I think people should know that we've just been playing FIFA and... FIFA 20, I think it is. FIFA 20. And yeah. it's and, just and the... It's, spanked. It's just the music in the back. Spanked? Yeah. I think it's spanked. Well, you got to be 5-1. Yeah, because the players had no pace. And I was playing with classic controls. There's only one way to play FIFA and that's classic controls. No, I play with alternate controls. But uh, you, you've you just won 5-1 with classic controls. Are you going to... Are you tempted to go with classic? No. You only made two mistakes. I also got a man sent off. You got a man sent because off. Because I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think listeners would like to have, like, uh, FIFA pause music in the background. That's a bit of atmosphere to the pod. Fair. All right. But it is quite annoying, though. Slightly annoying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Football Humans um, World Cup special because it's the World Cup, Michael. Yeah, uh, we haven't done one. Have we, we haven't done any podcast. There's so much football, we've had no time to do any podcast. Well, basically, Mr. John Barry has decided to, I don't know, break his phone or something. Like lose it, his ID, lose Apple his, ID. His, or, he, he, can't, he can't uh, hook himself back into he's the He's falling out with technology, he's basically. He's, he's, I mean, yeah. He's a law unto himself. So um, he's, he's gone missing in this World Cup. We've got no idea whether he's, he's actually enjoying it, what, what his feelings are around it. I whether he's to, even watching it. I wanted to do a whole predictions episode. But yeah. now we're in, like, you know, end of the group stage, pretty much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, no, fuck it. Come on. Prediction-wise, if you had to... I know we've seen games now. We've seen the teams kind of turn up. Putting your money on it, who's going to win the World Cup? Uh, France. France. France have been the best team. If I'm going on what I've seen, France. You think France? And France would have been one of two, I would have said beforehand. France or Brazil? Yeah. I know Argentina were, like, tipped, because they hadn't lost for a long time and stuff. And then they lost so, their first game, like, yeah. in but dramatic... I, I went... Yeah. My predictions were solely going off looking through squads. Yeah. And looking at the players in the squads, and Brazil and France just had the squads that are just like way Pre- above all the others. Pre-tournament, I I agree with you, France. But then when Benzema was injured, I thought that might disrupt them, disrupt them slightly, and, mate, and maybe they won't get they got, goals. And this, they got that, sexy Oli Giroud, mate, up front. They don't need anything else. That is true. With his perfect hair and his now uh, international goal scoring record. I mean, you yeah. broke it this sort of it in yeah. the group stages. So, which I I didn't realize you even come close to that, but yeah. fair play to him. I mean, yeah, France for me are the favourites. I I don't know. I, I I don't want them to win though. That's the, that's the, no, I don't want them to win. That's the annoying thing, isn't it? Like you think well, we want England to win, don't we? Well, of course we do. Yeah. But, I mean. <laughs> Just say, England are through. They've beaten Wales. We're recording this on the evening of the England 3-0 Wales victory. Um, Do you actually think England can go quite far? Really? 
I don't know, because, I mean, they played well against Iran, didn't they? And then Awful everyone started USA. to think, like, oh, they're great. And then USA, terrible. And then played against Wales. And I don't think, again, it's a great result. But I don't think that gauges how good we are, because that we, was, we Wales to... were very poor. I mean, did, they didn't even have a meaningful attack, did they? No. They had one shot. Joe Allen had one shot in the first half, and it skied it. Pickford made that, that like, Pickford. ridiculous save for. <laughs> he dived for it when he had no reason to. Yeah. Um, no, so I, think, so um... I still don't. I still don't honestly know. Like I feel like the team that they played today was slightly better going forward. So we're going to play Senegal in the last sixteen. Yeah. We should. Beat, I think we'll beat Senegal. We should beat Senegal. I mean, we should beat Senegal. Yeah. And then. Potentially, we might be playing France. I think Along that's how the way. it goes. Yeah, I'm not sure. It, it kind of pans out. I'm not sure exactly how that pans out. But either way, it'd be France or maybe Argentina or someone, wouldn't it? Along the way. Well, like in They're any, on our side, like in any tournament, you've got to play. The yeah, big, yeah, yeah, you've got to play a big team at yeah. some point. And you know to what? Win it, so I you... don't know about you, but every World Cup is like this for me. I mean, obviously, no matter what you think about it being in Qatar and everything and stuff, you know. When when it's actually on, like the game, some of the games have been really shit. Actually, they've been really shit. But the group stages, there's always a bit of a feel in the way of the tournaments. It's not until those knockouts start that it, the World Cup kicks, kicks off proper. In. Yeah, you're because right. Because you have like extra time, you get penalties involved, the drama and you get like people because yeah. you know you start to get a feel of it towards these group stage games or the second group stage game when teams know they have to win. But then, not every game is like that. When it gets to the knockouts, it feels like every game's like yeah. to the wire and it's like tense. And that's when it, the tournament kicks off proper. Yeah. Lewandowski got his first goal. He did. In a World Cup. He missed a penalty. He missed a the penalty. And then he got, yeah, he got his first goal. <laughs> yeah. um, there, have there been any disappointments from players? Like, I oh, mean, Tons. <laughs> who would you say would be like... Who's the biggest flop at this year's World Cup? And who's the biggest surprise for you? For me, the biggest flop would be Gareth Bale for Wales. I know it's fresh in my mind, but I'm just thinking he's not performed in those three games. No. And that, t- that team is an agency. But I would just say, he's yeah. Past his time, I, I, mean, like, he, you know? I don't even think he was properly fit going into this tournament because he wasn't even fit. For the uh, for LA FC it is, isn't it? Yeah. I was going to say Galaxy, but it's LA FC. And he wasn't even fit for them when they won the MLS Cup. So I don't know if he was 100% fit anyway. But yeah, I mean, he's totally not not done, like, you know, not performed at all. Um, I don't know, Flop, though. Like, because... Kane. Kane could be seen as a flop. I mean, maybe. You, you... I mean, he's he's... Top assister, apparently. But... Top assister, but Rashford's our top goal scorer with three. Yeah. But I did think, I mean... You'd want Kane to be he's going frust- for that goal. He's frustrating boot, to you know? watch as... Because, as, you you know, you want him to be in those positions where mm. he's putting those goals in when it's, like, through the six-yard box. But he seems to be setting some up, so... I don't know. Flop's a hard one, actually. Yeah, I've got another yeah. one for you. Another Premier League player. Hung Min Son. Oh, Yeah. He's been, he's not turned up, has he? But again, not fit. I don't think. Playing with the weird kind of yeah, wrestler, IMAX thing fit. going on. And they're playing him out of position. Yeah. And they're playing him really out of position. 
But um, that was a cracking game, the Korea-Ghana game. Was it, yeah, Korea-Ghana. Yeah. 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 Three-two. That was a cracker. And then the game before that was uh, was it Serbia-Cameroon? There was there was that a was lot. Three, three, three a couple of yeah. really good games yesterday. Yeah, it was that was a good game. Um, yeah, slowly getting into it. Slow, it it feels strange having a World Cup in winter. Yeah. If it, like this kind of vibe, like we're just hanging out at your flat, like watching a game. It's it's cold. It's dark. It doesn't have that kind of like. Not in the flat. The lights are on. Well, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have that kind of like summer. Things haven't become that bad just yeah. yet. <laughs> Cost of living crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, but it doesn't have that summer feel of a World Cup, like a like meeting at the pub. Everyone stood yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. I know, no, that's the thing. Do you know what Actually, I mean? Actually, I didn't think about that. Yeah. That kind of vibe of it is is kind of strange. I'm walking like there's a really great pub across the road. It's kind of, it it it's kind of mellow. It's kind of people just chill. Yeah. There it's, is that thing. Actually, I didn't think about that because in the summer, there's nothing more you want to do than sit in a beer garden with a screen out and stuff. Yeah. And like. But because it's the winter, I just want to be at home. <laughs> yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's been great like, to just, just be yeah to be at home, like watch a few games. I mean, they're playing the obviously the last game of the group stages, so you haven't got that like four games of ten o'clock, yeah, one o'clock, four o'clock, seven o'clock. That has been brilliant. I mean, it has, yeah, yeah. As much as I've moaned about it being in Qatar, the time difference, yeah, has allowed for four has games in for a day. Four games in a day, which is pretty fucking brilliant. Well, and also they had to do this tournament quicker, haven't they? Isn't it done over? It's happening over like three weeks yeah. or a month, it, where it's usually yeah. five weeks. Or I don't know. So it, it seems it's got cut it does out seem a, week. a little bit. There was yeah. never. There was always three games in a day, but it's never been four. four right? Games, I don't yeah, think. I think that's right. But even the last games are finishing sort of like towards midnight, aren't they? Like past midnight in Qatar. Like local time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, that that has been a great thing for <laughs> four games in a day. Although if you watch four shit games in a day, then... True. Yeah, yeah. Although I've not managed to watch all four in a day. I watched three yesterday. Yeah, just... And then I missed the last one, so... It's it's harmful if you're working and you... You know, there's that sort of... yeah. Distraction, obviously, being at the theatre is quite useful. I mean, we watched the um, the Argentina game like on my mobile phone yeah, as we yeah, were getting yeah. the deliveries in, and like the delivery people that were like doing the delivery was like, "What? What's the score?" Like, kind of yeah, like coming yeah, across yeah, and yeah, like yeah. watching in disbelief. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Someone came around to read the gas meter the other day. Just had his phone on the whole way through. <laughs> yeah. Like, He's reading the meter. Yeah. Yeah. He's watching the game. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a slight distraction. Um, Away from the World Cup, there has been massive news that we've not talked about on the pod. Because we've not done one. Because we've not done one. And and I'm sure Barry's got loads to say. And it's actually quite nice that he's not here to say everything that I know we, we could really wind him up about. And that is about Ronaldo. Because he's red through and through. He, he is a Man United fan. We know this. We yeah. do know this. <laughs> but, I mean, we've got to touch on... Like, how bizarre was the interview that he gave to Piers... To, number one, Piers Morgan. I hate that guy. Yeah. I'd love to punch him in the face. Yeah. But for some reason, he's got a bromance with fucking Ronaldo. And they're obviously, like, good friends. Do you and... know what I will say? I mean, I can't stand the guy either. But... 
he he is a good interviewer because like the only time I've liked him is when he's interviewing politicians who I also don't like because he doesn't let people off the hook and he'll ask the question and he'll just and keep he'll, asking yeah. the question. But he, he is so irritating at the same time yeah. that it's quite difficult to watch things. But he, he is a good interviewer. And for some reason, he is, like, very popular. Like, yeah. and people... So, going for, to Piers Morgan is is basically just a statement of a celebrity, isn't it? Yeah. Because, like, that he interviews all the celebrities, Piers Morgan, yeah. for some reason. Yeah. About life stories, all this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. So... But it's quite unheard of for a player to do that. He's under... Con- like, th- this is the thing that I can't... I can't get my head around, is he's under contract with Man United. He's a professional... Well, he fo- was. <laughs> well, yeah. He was a professional footballer. Oh, like, other than, obviously, engineering a move out of his contract, which he's successfully done... Yeah. On what planet did he think that was, like, OK to do? I know. Well, the thing is... And he, he's saying about like all oh, these new players, they don't have this stru- they you know they don't have this structure, they don't have this like work ethic, and I'm like, but you're literally going against everything that you're, you're now saying, saying yeah, yeah, yeah. because you're doing this. What I found it weird because he's always being considered throughout his career, Ronaldo as being like an an ultra professional. Yeah. It's like always extra training, doing it's extra. The least bits, professional. Like... Behaviour in the world, it, like, it's crazy. But it sort of smacks to me of now, because he's obviously always been a player for himself. You know, he's after records. That's literally what he's after now. Yeah. And the fact he's not playing in the Champions League, is the for me, I think, is the massive reason that he's done it. I mean, he might even go not go to a team in the Champions League after all this, because he might get given, like, astronomical money. But the fact that he's coming into the last few seasons of before he retires he doesn't want to end up being on the bench because he's Cristiano Ronaldo do you know what I mean that's what he's thinking it's yeah. like I'm not ending my career sat on a bench and he was never ever going to get back into that team I don't think Man United as a bit part Man United are better off without Ronaldo yeah I, I would say yeah and but I think Ronaldo could go to a Champions League team and I'm still easy, get yeah 10, 15 goals. Yeah, well... I you mean, know, if, if you're in a team where they're OK not pressing from the front and just want to have a striker in the box that's going to score your goals, of course he, he can. can still do that. He can still do a job. And it goes to show, like, you, you know, he'll always play for Portugal because he's their main man, but they can still do a job up yeah. front. And he's still going to be able to, like, you know, take free kicks, like dead ball situations yeah. and, like... If he's pretend, gonna be a pretend in a box to get a time. header and get a goal, mm. like he did the other night, you know, he can brush pre- it off his hair. He, yeah. he can pretend to be like a goal scorer. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> now I just think I thought it was absolutely crazy. The as a Liverpool fan watching Ronaldo slate Man United was quite entertaining. The that fact, was the entertaining thing for the me. The fact that like, he slated them was quite, and the and the fact that. Uh, what I found funny was that the technology hadn't changed. Yeah. Like, they got old tellies knocking around and stuff. <laughs> That's I all wonder... I could think. All I could think was, like, what is Ten Hag, like, bringing in, like, an old, like, 32-inch massive back telly yeah, on, like, on a trolley, like, you know, like, wheeling it in. Like, come on, guys. I, I, I remember that, this old, like, Sony Trinitron they used to have with a massive back. And I remembered how heavy it was. And I kept thinking, like, 
Oh, do you think all the like kit men are having to bring that fucking massive telly in every time they want to analyse a game or something? Yeah, the technology's. Oh, who's got Scart lead? Yeah. <laughs> HDMI? No, we don't have HDMI nah, leading in. There's uh, no HDMI port on the uh, back of this. Scart and the red, white, and yeah, uh, red, white, and um, yellow. yellow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I found yeah, fun. Yeah, that was quite funny. But it was basically nothing had moved on since he. Since he'd left. But he did... And this is the point that I think John would literally just go off on. He did touch on modern-day footballers having it easy, having the money straight away, having... Yeah, oh, absolutely. ...that lifestyle straight away so that they're not... He's obviously talking about some people at Man United. No, but I think that bit he said is... is, uh, And that's just... That's not just Man United. That's all all across the board. Yeah, it's across... All clubs. You there's a lot. Of, there's that. a lot of players that haven't done anything that consider themselves like the best already because of the amount of money they're getting. Yeah. And and there's a lot of. That's why a lot of these teams, you know, they say teams that are considered top six or whatever. But it, it, this is across the board, Premier League, even down to Championship in a way. But that's why they get beat by teams that are considered lower than them because they don't have the fight for it. Yeah. And they turn up and just think, oh, we're, we're the best because, you know, we're the nuts. We get paid the most for at this club who's got the best, like, uh, you know, best training facilities and all that. So we don't we don't need to, you know, analyse anything about these players or turn up a bit of fighting spirit. And they get beat. And that's yeah. because, like, the others have got that mentality behind. I, I don't know what it is, man. Portugal got a chance at this World Cup? Yeah, definitely. I think so. Yeah. They've got a lot of exciting players, I think, going forward. Yeah. I mean, they ha- I mean, they played uh, Cancelo as a centre-back in the first game, didn't they? Yeah. So I think they're lacking a little they're bit lacking a little towards bit. the back. Yeah. And Pepe played the other day as well. Yeah. What, 30, 39, is he? Yeah, he's getting... Something like he's that, 40 getting. even. But, um, but they've definitely got a chance. Definitely. Where, where do you think Ronaldo will go? I actually think Ronaldo will go... MLS. Yeah. After, like, after the end of this season. It so, sounds like Messi's going to go there as well. Yeah, so I think, so January, obviously, it's after the World Cup, I think he will go probably Real Madrid, like, or he'll go somewhere. That would be a big coup for the MLS if they get Ronaldo and Messi. But I think... Even though the, they're towards yeah, the end. Yeah. But... End of the season, I think Messi and Ronaldo will go to MLS. Yeah. Because but they could still do... For this half of the season, do you think he'll sign a contract for like a six-month contract to, with someone? Yeah, I think Real Madrid. I think he'll go back to Real Madrid. You reckon? Yeah. I mean, that'll be interesting, yeah. That would be He's interesting. He's not going to be a Premier League team. He's not yeah. going to be playing in the Premier League. Do you think at he, all, he, though... He'd suit Spanish and Italian league. He's not going to go to Italy. Because no. he's, he's done that. If he's going to go back somewhere, I think I think he would go... Do you, do you think there was part of him that was justified to be all hard done by by United? No. I think he 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 felt entitled to be playing the, all the main time, yeah. to be the main man. He felt I was United's top goal scorer last season. Maybe he was told that when he went to the club. Though. And I I feel like he probably had broken promises, yeah. He probably thought he'd be playing every week or what you know week in week out and like 
I think he, he's had broken promises and I think he's done the right thing to get out of Man United. But after that, Ultimately. literally, what was it, two or three days later, the Glaziers said like, they wanted would to consider se- selling. Yeah. I mean, is that, where's that come from? Yeah, that's a I, bit... I, why is it because of that they've just... I think... Or is it just a... I think it's... Is it because of, of massive telly? I think it's... Yeah, <laughs> I think it's because of the Liverpool um, rumours about selling. Yeah, because Liverpool came out as well. <clears throat> Do you think this is because of the money Chelsea was sold for? With Liverpool, no. Well, maybe. Maybe they're looking at market value. Maybe... You know they're thinking we paid three hundred billion is a tidy price. Three hundred forty million, yeah. and we can get four billion. Yeah, I mean, I'm not the best business man in the world, but I know that's a pretty good deal. Pretty good increase. Yeah. yeah. So I think maybe, but to have Liverpool kind of like there's rumours they're saying oh we're just looking for investment we're not looking to sell all that kind of thing it it does it is quite timely that Man United then suddenly go oh actually we're looking to yeah but they're they will consider offers to sell yeah it's not investment thing they yeah. they would consider offers to sell I think it is literally it's because like, Chelsea have, 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 I, I, have been honestly, forced to hand and they where, can see the money yeah where does it go from that because 4 billion it's only going to go up. down sure I mean Man United not going to get that going to be at least 4 billion maybe even 5 yeah um when are you ever going to get reach that price again? Yeah. But then at this point, who can buy them? It's literally... It's going to be a consortium. It's, it's going to be lots like of what Chelsea was, yeah, so a financial consortium. Yeah. Or a country. Or Saudi Arabia, yeah. Basically, yeah. Basically. Or like all One those... Of the Saudis, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So it, 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 the days are gone of like, you know, just a businessman owning a club, aren't they? Of yeah. A Premier League club. I mean, it still happens at the minute, but not for long. Not for, nah, not for much longer. If it carries on like that, I mean, the estimations of how much these clubs are worth is insane. Someone said, who was it? Maybe Steve said to me, like, how would you feel if Liverpool were owned by a, you know, by the Saudis or, you know, is it important who owns your club? Mm. And I think it is important to some extent. Yeah. And I kind of, like, weighed it up in my mind, like, would I like, you know, some oil fucking Saudi guy to just, of shake, to just fucking buy the club and plough loads of money into it? Or, I quite like the owners of Liverpool, so I quite like, you know, the the kind of, I don't know, they seem they nice. They themselves themselves. Seems that, they, yeah, yeah, they're not really that much outspoken they seem to be investing in the infrastructure they've invested in Anfield they've invested in the club when they've needed it um I'm so torn literally so torn the thing is because you you see Man City and you see like Chelsea now with that like money and you're like if if you don't have that are you going to fall behind? No, but the thing is, I, gonna... I honestly don't know if the money at Chelsea will last. Because you don't know where... I mean, it's a consortium, so at that point, you don't know where the money's coming from. Mm. City's a different story, because it's a country. Yeah. That money's a pretty endless pot. Yeah. Like, 
which is the same as Newcastle, even though they don't seem to be spending it like that. But consortium's always a strange one because you don't know where yeah, the money is okay. coming yeah. from, as in like how what the resources are, how much of the resources are. Obviously, they know, and the the people when they sold it, they had to go through the fit and proper stuff of the last ten years or whatever. But they they need to have an investment strategy for ten years, so they've obviously got money there. But I don't know that that's. So, like, putting someone like Graham Potter in charge doesn't suggest that they're going to throw money at the situation no. for True. for 10 years. It suggests that they want to throw money at it for a little bit yeah. and then try to see money coming back in by selling players of it. Not to say we're a selling club, but, yeah. you know, doing, doing more of a buying players younger, getting them to, like, sort of like Eden Hazard, basically. Bringing them in, getting yeah. the best out of them, selling them on at like 27, 28. Yeah. You know. Which is not a bad strategy. Not bad. Are you? But that's that's what I'm assuming yeah, they're yeah, going to yeah. do. <laughs> I hope they will do that. If they're just going to throw money around like they have done in this transfer market, then it's going to be a rough 10 years. It is. <laughs> are you happy with the way Chelsea players are playing at this year's World Cup? Uh, no. Well, Koulibaly looks good, actually. I've got to say to you, like, you screamed in the... We watched the England-USA game, and you were like, Pulisic doesn't play like this for fucking Chelsea. No. Like, he's he's playing pretty well. Like, is that... Ziyech's playing pretty well for Morocco as well. playing... I was literally about to say, like, Ziyech and Pulisic, who aren't really doing it for Chelsea... It's useless for us, to be honest. are, ...are kind of doing it in the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. And... Sterling Mount for England, like Mount seems to be well, struggling. To a be bit, honest, but... both of them were not been in form for a, uh, Sterling for a while, Mount for the last few games before the World Cup. So I'm not surprised that they're not playing because they've not been in form really. Uh, Pulisic and Ziyech have not been in form for a long time, but I just knew they would play well for their countries. I mean, literally Ziyech just before World Cup scored from the halfway line, didn't he? Yeah. So of course he has. <laughs> You can't fucking hit a barn door where he's, he's awful. Where he's Chelsea, Chelsea, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> to be fair to him, he hasn't had a lot of chances this year. Yeah. Pulisic a little bit more. I mean, they both both of them have the ability to do. I don't know what it is. They just don't do it for Chelsea. I got to say for Liverpool, Canate um, is brilliant for France, obviously. But the disappointment is not seeing the best of Nunez. <laughs> no. Because I've got, a, like, some of his passes, some of it is He's been not been great, has he? Really, no. really poor. Yeah. And it, it really stinks of, are oh, you Andy Carroll in disguise? Like, I mean, it's getting to that point, I really want to get behind him. I really want Does him to do well. he play well for Liverpool, do you think? Have it's... you seen many... I've seen glimpses. There's definitely glimpses. And I think maybe Klopp sees that potential and he's going to develop him. He's got more of a physical side to him than anything else at the minute, though. Into into like a a, a great centre forward. But like seeing him play for for Uruguay, I was like, wow. That's a long way off. Oh, some of his finish, some of his passing, his finishing has been absolutely shocking. Like, really, really shocking. Like, embarrassing. Yeah, I'm not enjoying it. 
No. I'm not enjoying it from that point of view. Yeah. Mendy's had a shocker as well for Chelsea. A Chelsea yeah. Players. Well, it, it, yeah. Yeah, a shock for one of the games. Yeah, yeah. one of the games is poor. He's been all right since. Um, we'll see what he's like against England. He'll probably flat his skin. Nah. Fair play to him if he does. Because he's a good goalkeeper, but he, I don't know what's happened to him. Koulibaly, on the other hand, not great for Chelsea. But, has been very good for Senegal. But so. he, no, he was all right. He's a bit hit and miss for Chelsea. He's hit and miss, yeah. I say not great. He's hit and miss. He did start, He started pretty well for you, and then, um, and then not great. Right, so... Brought across a uh, Terry's chocolate orange, and why are you making a big deal like that? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you, Michael. Okay. To the cher- Terry's chocolate orange challenge. Yeah. What is the challenge? Which is. What, so split it. Can you take this Terry's chocolate orange, with one hit, make it so that every segment comes clear? That's not possible anymore. It. I've seen Alice do it, so it is possible. No, it's not Can possible. Can you do it? You've got one one hit of the Terry's chocolate. Can I remove any other wrapper? No, no wrapper removed. You've got you've got to just do one hit, and you've got to be able to have, have segmented it completely. Okay. Can I? Uh, have I got time to get grab some tools? No, no tool. <laughs> you've got a table there, mate. You've got a floor. You've got a wall. You've got to no, use a pen. No, no pens. No, no, no. no you pens. You can't pen. you got to just smash it. Okay, I'm going to use the chair. Okay. Yeah. All right, you got one hit. One okay. hit. Okay, that's the hit. Now open it up. <laughs> it's Has de- it been done? It's definitely not done it, no. <laughs> the core on a Terry chocolate orange nowadays is absolutely... I can't shocked. even open a bloody chocolate orange. Here we go, here we go. This is our first Christmas episode then. Here we go. Orange. Is it completely split on the table? Oh, we got? What we got? You got... It's not bad. No. No, it's literally half. It's half split. Fuck. That's a half split, mate. It's not bad. Not bad. It's because it's not Christmas yet. (laughs) It's still November. (laughs) Isn't it weird that the Premier League is going to come back on like... Boxing Day. Boxing Day. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. So strange. That's a good Christmas present, watching Chelsea get beat. Excellent. It's such a weird, like, it's a weird season. It is. I think that's why it's taking so long to get into this World Cup, because you're just in the middle of, like, where your team's at. I wasn't bothered. And you're having I really a break. Wasn't, yeah, I really wasn't bothered, but, yeah. It is such a weird season, having a World Cup now. Yeah. And obviously all the stuff before that, you know, we were talking earlier, we were both watching FIFA Uncovered on Netflix, which leaves yeah. a lot to be desired about FIFA. If you've not seen it, I would really recommend watching that documentary. Because, I mean, we know it's corrupt. Like, as fact, you know it, but to but see that, but that's the, thing. the level of corruption is and the just level of mind-blowing. Power as well, of like how oh. powerful they are is basically... a. a a little country, or a, quite a huge country. So it's like mad power elected by a few people that have power as well, and they're yeah. getting kickbacks from the set. I mean, it is just mad. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is bonkers. And I don't know if it's changed much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it has. Yeah. I really don't. Um, 
Who's going to win the golden boot at this year's World Cup? Uh, Marcus Rashford. <laughs> no. Uh, nice. No, it's probably probably be Kylian Mbappe. Mbappe. Yeah. Um, who's going to win the golden glove? Golden glove. I'm trying to think who's kept clean sheet so far. So. Um, well, if England go all the way. Yeah, it could be Pickford. It could be Pickford. Imagine. We've <laughs> not let a goal in, have they? So, oh no, let's no, do it. Two, yeah. No, it's not we pick for them. He's, no, he's two got down. Two, two clean sheets. Yeah, I suppose. Two down. Um, There's teams that not let any in, though, right? Yeah. Is there? Yeah. Name one. Uh. You put me on the spot now. <laughs> I'll have to run and look at my World Cup wall chart. <laughs> do it. Have you got a wall chart on the go? Absolutely. It's on the table, but it's. it's have you World, actually? World Cup table chart. Go and grab it, mate. <laughs> let's, let's have a look at this chart. While you do that, I'm going to have um, some chocolate orange. Because it's Christmas. Oh, no. Right, so... Oh, yeah, look. There's very minimal goals in that group. Oh, no, to be fair. Mm. Oh, yeah, Poland. Szczesny is not letting a goal yet. So, there you go. Poland have not, not conceded. But Poland aren't going to get that far along, are they? Well, I don't know. Saudi Arabia beat Argentina, so... Poland's the top of the group at the minute. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, other than that, maybe you're right. Are Japan out? Yeah, Japan are out. Japan are out. So in that group, who is it? Spain and... Actually, no, Japan aren't out. No, they're they, not. They beat Germany, didn't they? Everything's going down to the last game. Yeah, yeah. On those... Oh, there we go. Brazil. Alisson could be gone. Alisson could. Alisson. Alisson could. That's a good there shout. There you go. Actually. That's a good shout. That is a good shout, yeah. It's It'll... interesting. So these are the different sides of the, the World Cup draws. So technically, who do you think... Like, so it could oh, yes. be... It could be a France. So England are now there against yeah. Senegal. So they will go into the quarterfinal of game Four. three's winner, which is D1. Yeah, so it would be France. So, we'd... But that, that, that game, the second round game, could be D1, C2. Could be France, France versus Ar- Argentina. Argentina. Which is... So one of the big boys is going to go out in that second round game. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Technically, one of the big... Like, I mean, Netherlands, us. So it's Netherlands, USA now. Yeah. And they will play against the winner of... See, they've got a better draw up there. They have, haven't they? Yeah, because that's probably going to be... Like... Well, I suppose Argentina can still top that group. But it could be Poland and... Could be Poland, Netherlands. So that could be Poland, Denmark, maybe. Poland, Australia. That's a... Yeah. Argentina will probably top the group. So they'll end up up there. So it might be better off for us there. But either way, we're going to be playing France. We'll be Senegal. And then what... Semi-final, what what would happen? Say we got to a semi-final. What's your prediction? How... If we got to semi-final, it'll be against... uh, I'd say it'd be against Argentina. 
Is that still this side of the draw for a se- when you yeah, get to yeah, the semi final? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the only time you you get that side of the draw. Oh no, 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 it's, no, not. it's not. It's yeah. not. No, it's not. It's not. Oh. So the semi final, we could we probably get like Brazil or something. No shit. So the semi final then goes back over that way. So yeah. we would be in quarter final four, which plays quarter final three, which would be Brazil. <laughs> yeah. So we, so. England's no 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 it wouldn't be Brazil because Brazil will go up there yeah they're yeah so it so would be it would, maybe someone maybe, like potentially uh, it'd be Germany well probably <laughs> if they get through Belgium Portugal Germany we'd look at that sort of yeah that's kind of yeah yeah. yeah, I think we beat Belgium. I'm not, I'm not been impressed by them. Yeah, we beat Belgium. Portugal, we probably we beat Germany. Germany would probably beat Portugal. Yeah. I think Portugal would be a struggle. Yeah, would be a test. Yeah, I think we struggle. Like in the world, uh, the um, the wall chart. Mate, you got to have a wall chart on again. Yeah. yeah. Even though you got it all on your phone these days. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, you, just, <laughs> you have it there, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But I have a wall chart. I fill it out, not looking at my phone. So as you'll see. I thought it was Argentina 2, Mexico 1. So I had to change that. Yeah. They didn't they, score. They didn't score, yeah. Misremembered that. Probably added up the goal differences wrong in there as well. But hey ho. No, that's good. You go, no, go with your... You know, you... It's, it's weird that it's sponsored by Carling. The, the UK's worst beer. Yeah. No, I think... <laughs> I think this wall chart is just sponsored by Carling. Yeah. It's not the World Cup. No, that's what I mean. It's literally just this wall chart is sponsored by Carlin. Like, your your wall chart is sponsored by the worst beer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is literally just somewhere to write them. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, I'm not holding it again. What's on the back of the wall, the wall chart? That's a good point. I've not even looked at the back of that, actually. So we've, basic, we've got Harry Kane, we've got Grealish, we've got Sterling. Oh, some nice facts knocking around, Saka though. Saka and Bale. Most goals scored, Miroslav Klose, 16, 2002-14, that's pretty good. Most matches played, Mateus. Lofa Mateus, 25 25 matches. Most World Cup wins, still Pele. Yeah, legend. Youngest player, Norman Whiteside, Northern Ireland. 17 years and 41 days old, there you go. Youngest World Cup scorer, Pele. Yeah. Youngest player to appear in a final. Pele. Oldest player to score. Roger, Roger Miller. Miller. Classic yeah. little dance. Oldest player in a cup final. Dino Zoff. Italy, 40 years old. 40, hang on, 40 Roger years old? Roger Miller scored when he was 42 years old. Mate, there's days. still time for us. In the World Cup 94. We could, we, could make a, we could make a World Cup final and, and score. And he did snake hips at the corner flag. Yeah. 42-year-old. Doing moves like that, you're in mate, trouble, mate. We could we could still do it. Maldini, most minutes played. Paolo Maldini. Anyway, oh, yeah, I'm not looking at the back of that. It's good. Nice few facts there. Um, right, so Mr. John Barry will hopefully join us at some point in this World Cup when he gets out of the Matrix. When he gets out of the Matrix <laughs> and he gets plugged back into reality. 